ain't got no home, I'm just a roaming round. Just a wandering worker, I go from town to town. And the police make it hard wherever I may go. And I ain't got no home in this world anymore. All right. Police will find you at Muck Row, which they did to meet you. That's (laughs) tried to make a home, but... Finally, finally you're going to be virtuous, and the police wreck it, man. They wreck it. Yeah, or yeah, or maybe they make it. Uh, they sort of bring it to bring bring it to reality. Yeah. So so you can't you can't you can't flee from. We don't even know the name of the town with the monastery, right? No hometown. No, yeah. we don't. We wherever, don't. Wherever wherever the the Karamazovs. It's are every from. town. It's like every man. Every town. Every yeah. Yeah, because everyone's a Karamazov anyway. Yeah. Um, but you don't you don't want to be a realist like Madame Holikoff becomes. Yeah, no, that, yeah, this is... <laughs> Which goes back to the beginning, right? We were talking about the realists that oh, he yeah. referred yeah, to. Yeah. Didn't he refer to uh, the, the, the Dostoevsky slash the narrator or whoever refers to Alyosha as a realist? Mm-hmm. Yes. But in a different light, This I, we talked about this yeah. way back at the beginning of the summer here. Yeah, that's right, yeah. we did. Uh, so this would have been... We spent a lot of time. Uh, talking 25, about this. page 25. Okay. Uh, Alyosha was more of a realist than anyone. Oh, no doubt in the monastery he fully believed in miracles, but to my thinking, miracles are never a stumbling block to the realist. It is not miracles that dispose realists to belief. The genuine realist, if he is an unbeliever, will always find strength and ability to disbelieve in the miraculous. And if he is confronted with a miracle, as an irrefutable fact, he would rather disbelieve his own senses. And admit the fact. So, now listen to this, page 435. Madam Holokoff, we're getting right into it here. Yeah, I know. Um, Don't stop it. Keep. keep. Uh, Dimitri, the realism of actual life, madam, that's what it is. But allow me to explain. Realism indeed, Dimitri Fyodor- Fyodorovich. I'm all for realism now. I've seen too much of miracles. You've heard that Father Zosima is dead. And you can see she's who was of little faith before, according to the chapter title, has in a sense lost her faith because of this whole mm-hmm. stench yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Um, and na- but, she, but she contrasts, interestingly, realism with miracles. I've seen too much of miracles. I'm done with that. That's not real. Um, and yet, as in the thing that you were reading, the realism was actually... Realism and, and, and miracles were not incompatible, which, right. was, which is, I think, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think... Uh, what, at least in this gold mines chapter, what you get is uh, Madame uh, Holokoff pointing out uh, her complete ignorance of reality. That is the reality of Dimitri and what Dimitri needs and, and what he's really here for. And she thinks like, no, 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 you don't need to say it. I know your heart. I know your heart because I'm a realist. <laughs> and, and it turns out she's completely mistaken by what's really like driving him right and so i thought that was that was fascinating that she she claims to be this realist you know complete in touch with reality but yet so far removed from the particular that's before her yeah i mean almost really drives him to madness because she doesn't understand anything he's trying to get across to her Uh, not you know in, in i don't in, in a sense, I don't think it's because he's talking 
craziness, which he kind mm-hmm. of is. Mm-hmm. But it's more that, like you're putting it, she's not in touch with reality and what's really taking place. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting uh, in this this little exchange where you uh, quoted. Um, uh, so bottom of four thirty. Five, uh, mm-hmm. realism of actual life, madame. Uh, that's what it is, but allow me to explain. Realism indeed, Dmitry Fyodorovich. I, I'm all for realism now. Have you heard Father Zosima is dead? And then I found this interesting. So, so this is in, in like the height. I mean, we, we already skipped a, b- a bunch of Dmitry's gallivanting throughout yeah, all of we'll Russia. We'll go back. We'll go back. Trying to find, you know, every single ruble between the cracks of... <laughs> The sidewalk and, and the couch cushions and the yeah, so he's looking all over, <laughs> collecting every every single penny. Yeah, um, and so he's completely just caught up in this. This, uh, I mean, really, really, this is the, I think the height of essentialism here. This, this com- going to anyone and everyone, making every promise that he could possibly make that he knows he can't keep, uh, just to get this. Yeah this money yeah and so so this was fascinating when he finds out zosima is dead uh no madame that's the first time i've heard of it Nietzsche was a little surprised the image of alyosha rose to his mind uh last night and only imagine and then all of a sudden he he gets back on on course but it's interesting that just for a second he thought of alyosha yeah right so just just once again i think to show you um he's not a completely despicable person yeah but yet he just can't he can't control his life yeah i i think that's actually a big theme in his life that he's not and and it's and it's a it's it's again going back to that we're all karamazovs which Mm -hmm. i keep thinking about uh it's a theme in everybody's life right nobody is a complete loss Mm -hmm. and that's i think what's one of the themes of this book and you see it really strongly in this in this yeah. book, actually, the, the Mitya book. Oh, I don't know. If but I'm... as 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 the as the uh, as the narrator says on four thirty three. But I am anticipating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're moving too quickly ahead here. Yeah, well, just to move a little bit further ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so this is this is I believe somewhere in the delirium chapter. Okay. Um, the last one. Yeah. This is this is after. After they all, uh, so they kick the poles out. Actually, no, they lock them up. Yeah. So, so I can I say now I'm not happy about this yeah. this, this bashing of the poles. I expected it from a Russian. Yeah. Um, but these guys are losers. They are. They are. <laughs> they are. But but it's it's in this chapter, and you might have to help me find the spot uh-huh. uh, where they. Um, oh. Uh, so, so uh, Grushinka is, is sort of, you know, four fifths drunk, like four <laughs> fifths worth of drunkenness. <laughs> two and two thirds sheets to the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking like four fifth bottles. <laughs> um, and but somewhat so, and 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 she she's talking with with Dimitri about um, they're not all they're not all bad. Like not everyone is not all bad. Um, I, I can't remember where this is, this, she's talking about that you're saying yeah she she mentions this um, and it's somewhere in this in this chapter I, I'll, I'll find it as we as we go but but it, that that it's exact right here 499 at the top okay uh, I actually wrote on the side Zosenka because <laughs> I, I think Grishenka is becoming Zosima here yeah 
Uh, let me quote a little bit here. Um, let's start at the bottom of 498. I'm just going to read this whole paragraph. Give me something, Mitya, said Grushenka. Give, me a pre- give him a present. Give him something. He's poor, you know. Ah, the poor, the insulted. Do you know, Mitya, I shall go into a nunnery. <laughs> no, I really shall one day. I, I don't know that he wanted to hear that. Yeah. Um, Alyosha said something to me today that I shall remember all my life. There it comes up again, right? Yep, this, yep. this like movement of Alyosha. Yes, but today let us dance. Tomorrow to the nunnery. But today we'll dance. I want to play today. Good people, and what of it? Yeah. God will forgive us. If I were God, I'd forgive everyone. And, so, then, and this is her as God, right? So, so this, but, but what's fascinating, this, is, this lines up with the, uh, the, I mean, this is like all of the Gospels. Like, if, you, if you're merciful on them, how much more will your Heavenly Father be yeah, so It's the, our Father, them? right? Yeah. It's, um, forgive, why can I not remember? Yeah, there we go. As, as, Shoot, as I couldn't hear remember. You, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so if, you can, if you can show mercy on them, if you can show them forgiveness, how much more will God the Father show them mercy which is which is zosima right but zosima yeah. as zosima like that whole section of that one chapter says right uh the the importance of the gospels in, or the scriptures in zosima so yeah. i think this is a, a sign of his sort of incarnation yeah. of these so so she'll forgive them but keep keep going this yeah, is, yeah this is if i were god i'd forgive everyone my dear sinners from this day forth i forgive you i'm going to beg forgiveness now, so now you're switching. There's the, there's the change, right? But yeah. it's not a change, right? There's some sort of a link between yeah. forgiving and, and, and receiving yeah. forgiveness. Again, the Our Father. Right? Yeah, yeah. Forgive me, good people, a silly wench. I'm a beast, that's what I am. But I want to pray. That interesting, what, what, exactly what Mitya does throughout this book. Yeah, yeah. I gave a little onion. Wicked as I've been, I want to pray. Mitya, let them dance. Don't stop them. Everyone in the world is good. Everyone, yeah, even is. the worst of them. The world's a nice place. Though we're bad, the world's all right. We're, we're good and bad, good and bad. Come tell me, I have something to ask you. Come here, everyone, and I'll ask you, why am I so good? You know I am good. I'm very good. Come, why am I so good? Okay, so she's bombed, right? She just yeah. uh, led along two of the Karamazovs to their ruin. Um, she's moved, moving towards this pole who's a complete loser. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then he's got his loser, like henchman with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, and he, and, and it's, and it comes out very clearly that he's a loser, right? When they're the cheats in the, in the cards. Right. Yeah. Um, but, and, and of course he's, he, he doesn't even treat Grushenka well, which, which Mitya always just wants to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. but, but there's this, this. This, this understanding that she has of herself as being good. But I don't, and it's interesting that in this paragraph, she says, Alyosha said something to me today that I shall remember all my life. And then she doesn't really say anything about what he said, but she, yeah. what she says after that, I think is a, a fruit yeah. of the moment yeah. with Alyosha. And yeah. so this, this goodness that she understands of herself, which she's been struggling with for five years, right? That's why she uh-huh. hates everybody and tries to destroy them because she feels like a, a loser. Right. Um, right. Now, all of a sudden, everyone should be forgiven. Uh, all the world is good. It's a nice place. And I'm so darn good. Can you explain to me why yeah. I'm so darn good? Yeah. Right? But it's not a prideful thing here yeah. at all, I don't think. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, what's, I mean, here's what, I mean, this, is, this obviously can be taken in the wrong way, um, which might mean it, it has, like, the greatest insight. Um, <laughs> Usually that's true, yeah. actually. Right. So... Uh, but it's not to so what's going on is good. I think here is not necessarily being used as like a moralism. It's not like I'm I'm good because I've I've done um, like I've 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 per, per followed the law 
perfectly because it goes on. We're all we're all good and bad, good and bad. Yeah, and and I and think, then all of a sudden, come tell me how I'm good, how I'm so good. Yeah, and I, I think, know I am. And I think it's when when you look at her life, the only way that it it can be seen as good is not in separation from uh-huh. the sinfulness of of her life, but it's it's sort of taking that and seeing not it as good but a sort of transformation transfiguration a, a redemption of of it so i think because redemption is greater than than just mere righteousness yeah yeah right. so so it's in some ways it, it's not um and this is paul i mean yeah uh, where sin where there is sin grace abounds all the more yeah i yeah. mean um that line i think it's kind of it's sort of theologically problematic to a lot of people, uh, to me uh, for yeah. for a lot of my time. But I think Dostoevsky's actually helped me understand that. Yeah, and it's just and it, good and bad, good and bad. Right, and this is why I, I I mean it's really once I once again it's easy to take this the wrong way, but um, why what's being proposed here by Dostoevsky is not, you know, the the, the faith Christianity is not simply a moral doctrine. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's something that 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 far surpasses any type of like moral um, teaching. Right? Yeah. It's not it's not Christ came to give us this moral it's book um, book of do's and don'ts. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I think it's not, I, not that not that morality is unimportant. In fact, it's very important. It's, it's but it's like, but it's a descriptor of a life. Right? Yeah, that's what morality is. It's not. It's yeah. not a rule book to follow good. in order to be good. Yeah, it's it's a description of of uh, like a Heideggerian way of being in the world. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I think that's what's. I think that's what moral law is. If we think of it in law in a sense of I just have you, to obey even though it doesn't make any sense, then that's 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 like the Western problem. Right? Yeah, and you can think maybe of morality as as the uh, the the fruits of goodness. It's sort of how how a good life reveals itself. Right. Um, and right. that's why um, the 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 um, you you come to know the good by seeing those that are fulfilled as human. Like yeah, that is, you come to see the the good moral teachings, the good moral actions when you think about the life of one that's fulfilled as as human. Right. So you look to the exemplar life, and you see, okay, what do they? What do they do? How do they show the goodness of their existence? The, the problem, though, is when that gets removed, right? And it, and it turns into, uh, how do I know the good life? Well, I read this text that explains to me the do's and don'ts of everything. Uh-huh. Um, and then you don't have another yeah. that actually incarnates the reality, which is, again, going back to Alyosha, right? He shows up to Grishenka's and uh, fully intent on... As he put it, ruining himself. Right, right. Um, and instead, he demonstrates to her what goodness is. Yeah. By actually seeing goodness in her, which is uh-huh. like, there's this weird paradoxical thing going on, right? Yeah. How does yeah. Grushenka know what goodness is? Because Alyosha sees goodness in her. How does yeah. Alyosha know what goodness is? In a sense, because he sees it in her, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, so uh-huh. there's this there's this weird kind of, I see goodness in the what we would term the evil one really the mary yeah. magdalene prior to her conversion is what grushenka yeah. is mm-hmm. prior mm-hmm. to her meeting of iosha and maybe right. yeah. i mean let's just let's just lay that 
lay the image out perfectly yeah. here, okay? Yeah, yeah. We've got Mary Magdalene. Yeah. We've got I Grushenka. S- yep. We've got Jesus. We've got Alyosha, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Alyosha is the incarnation of Christ in the midst of Grushenka, who calls her out mm-hmm. of the brothel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not an actual brothel, but a societal brothel, yeah. really, the way yeah. she's acting, yeah. right? Yeah, right, right. And he calls her out of that, and he brings her to a life of of light, yeah. right? Which, mm-hmm. which is really what happens. And, I, and actually, I think that's the term that the narrator uses talking about Alyosha. When she had pity on him, a light seemed to shine upon his face and he said yeah and then he started going off and talking right. about how great grushenko was right? yeah yeah i mean i, I don't remember that's... where that is exactly but it was uh, i i know it's on the left side <laughs> left, yeah. left side page <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, in the I... onion chapter i'm sure it's in the onion or is chapter. it a critical moment uh no i don't think they get to grushenko's till the onion do they mm, yeah you're, you're it's right, right here you're uh right. 396 you're right um she crosses herself devoutly, slips off his knee. Ayusha bent a long, wondering look upon her, and a light seemed to dawn in right, his face. Right. right. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that there's there's this mutual um, this mutual recognition and living of the good that causes mm-hmm. us to be good. Mm-hmm. And and be good not in a way that we're not bad, but we're as Grushenka says, or Zosenka, as they put it on the side, yeah. <laughs> we're good and bad, yeah. good and bad, yeah. and that the redemptive good is 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 the fulfillment of man. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, this is this is a um, you, know, you can call it a Thomistic point in, on some interpretations, a Hegelian point on other interpretations, or Norse Clark point on others, or maybe but, just true, or just true. <laughs> uh, but it, the idea that you you have to go out of yourself. In, into the other person mm-hmm. to understand your yourself yourself right yeah. so the father knows himself in in his beginning of the son so in some ways it's in the son that the mm-hmm. father is fully himself yeah and the son's fully himself in the father and, and this i mean you don't want to leave the spirit out because in some ways it, it's that mutuality of the indwelling of the each other which is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so I think it's, but that that that's something that we've, at least a lot of us have experienced. That it's when you give yourself to another, you better understand what you are. Right. right. And you better as, un- as long as you don't do it like in a mechanical way, like okay, I have to give myself to another so that I understand who I am, because then it becomes mercenary. And then I don't think you can actually give yourself to another. Yeah. No, it's, it's not just, actually giving. It's just yourself. giving. You're using the other person's right to get. Yeah, and you're using your, your, your charity towards them as your own gain. Right, which is not charity. Which is not charity, yeah. I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast. Uh, maybe it was another book we talked about. But or or we, maybe it was just our life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which we, 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 we have talked about this things. earlier on. Uh, <laughs> but I think Mitya, Mitya does this too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, going, jumping ahead to the delirium. I mean, I mean he's, he, he is, he, here's what's great about, about so, so this, so I've someone sent me an email at one point a long time ago, um, listening to this, and they said Dimitri's kind of a fool, and in a sense, yeah, he kind of is a fool. But but I I love him in this to to the. But he's he's a fool in the way that the narrator would say this is this is the good kind of unreasonableness. I'm putting quotes around that. Yeah. you guys can't see that, but yeah. it's a good kind of unreasonableness because it's ultimately what reason is in a human way. It has yeah. to do with the passions, right? Yeah, and it, and it ultimately has to do with this like. Um, 
passionate giving of yourself. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I mean, completely driven from, from the beginning of this chapter, completely driven to, to, to the completeness of being in a particular. He really does think that it's in Grushenka that he is going to find the fullness of, of being. It's in his, yeah. his love for Grushenka that, it, that, yeah. that his entire meaning of existence dwells. And it's not, it's not like this is a, a mere sensual in the... No. Like just the mere physical sense. This is in, in the Fyodor sense. In the Fyodor, yeah, <laughs> yes. That's that's that might be like the sort of centralism of of, of, of him. Yeah. What, but when it comes to Dimitri, that's that's not the case. I no. think he because because specifically of how this book begins on four fifteen. This is three pages in to this book. Um, and yeah, that's that's exactly where I was going. Actually, great, great. <laughs> I was turned um, to that page already. Uh, oh, then so he's sort of like daydreaming about. You know how this is going to all play out, right? Um, oh, marry her and settle down. Uh, yeah, yeah. If not of the earth, uh, so they'd go far away as possible to the farthest end of Russia. If not of the earth, then he would marry me and settle down with her incognito, so that no one would know anything about them. So, so here's what's also kind of interesting. This is why I think this is just a pipe dream, but it, it's sort of a noble pipe dream. He doesn't want anyone to really know about this. Um, there, here, or anywhere. So this is sort of our love for each other can be completely isolated and cut off from all this despicable, horrible yeah. nastiness of the world. We're gonna, we're gonna. Have you, have you ever read the book? Um, uh, a book I've never read. <laughs> I've never read that one. <laughs> it's called A Severe Mercy. Mm. Have you read that? Um, um, no, but I, I know it's. Um, it's like Friends of C.S. Lewis uh, yeah, wrote it, yeah, and, and uh, but it's like yeah. this. It's like this. We have this true love, and everything else is crap. Yeah. Um. And and they recognize that this is like my wife's read this like ten times, yeah. and I've never read it, yeah. which is really problematic. Yeah. Um. But I think I think what you're describing there is how she's described that book to me. Yeah. And so so yeah. And, and it's it's they want it to be cut off. Then oh then a new life would begin at once. And then here's what's found, here's I think why Dimitri is unlike your normal um, centralist. Centralist. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's 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 he's he's not a sinner like like Theodore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of this different reformed and virtuous life, he goes on, and then in, in, in parentheses on top of 415, mm-hmm. it must, it must be virtuous. He dreamed... Quoted there, yeah, like, he's, quoted, like yeah. he's thinking this directly. Yeah. I like yeah. that. He dreamed feverishly at every moment. He thirsted for that reformation and renewal. Okay, and he goes on, uh, this is, that, that filthy morass, it goes on, you know, um, he put faith above all and change of place. So, so this is all going to get redeemed by leaving the old, turning to the new, all the mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. you know, vices of his of his past, which were like leading him to Grushinker. Once he possesses Grushinker, are going to fall away, and it's all going to be redeemed. And, and this I found fascinating. If only it were not for these people. If only it were not for these circumstances. If only he could fly away from this accursed place, he would be altogether regenerated, would enter on a new path. That was what he believed in, and for that he was yearning, which, which is really the, uh, the Marxist dream. Mm-hmm. It's just what is, what is these people, these circumstances, this accursed path, 
uh, I mean, for 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 the for the Marxist, uh, that's you know the 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 economic socioeconomic situation. You know, if it's not for those uh, um, um, darn um, uh, you know capitalists, uh, the 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 owners. Uh, the situation that that we the, the the people are in it's this whole economic social structure is what's corrupting us and making us you know vicious mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. turn to drink and turn to hatred and jealousy and all that if you get rid of all that stuff then my inner life would be renewed and regenerated right um, so as if the external can renew the yeah internal yeah as, now, as wanna, if the internal is yeah i mean you can't i don't as, i don't want to deny the fact that there are structures that cause us to yeah, be yeah but 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 internally I, screwed up but i think i think it's a mistake to think that there's a separate so what the, this takes there to be this like great separation between the external and the internal such that mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. the external which is the the, the complete causal Cause, yeah um beginnings and then the internal is just the effects and right. it's also a mistake to, to, to completely go the other way to right. say no 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 it's all the internal and the external is just completely un, uninvolved i think you should yeah. you should see that the external and the internal are um perichoritic perichoritic great <laughs> way to my, put it that's always my word yeah uh <laughs> but but really the, i mean so going back to the beginning of this book the the question of god the question of immortality um uh is as as you, we saw in the book one, it is the the same question as the question of mm -hmm. uh, the the socialist the, the, movement. The socialist movement yeah, right? yeah. That that is a re a religious a theological question. So so I think what's really driving economics is at like at at its core is anthropological and therefore it's ultimately theological. It's it's yep. you know what is man and therefore fundamentally what is what is god because if man's made in the image of god then right it carries I, over this is this is this is the the heart of schindler's book on freedom and religion and uh, dignitatis humanae it's all about the fact that whether or not you say that what you're talking about has to do with god or not it does yeah um because man is by his nature creature and mm -hmm. by being creature means that we uh, I mean, uh, I don't know how to use time and eternity language here, right? But but we're always coming forth from God, right? And right. therefore, we are uh, a we are identified as identical to a coming forth from God. Yeah. yeah. And so to, to talk about us and pretend like we're just gonna like uh, sequester, uh, maybe better word today is quarantine. <laughs> the question of God is is to already answer the question in yeah. some certain way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's to t it's to take a theological. It's to give a theological answer, uh, like to pretend mm -hmm. that this isn't a theological question, is to to take a theological answer to it. To the theological question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which and I, and I love how uh, I love how Dostoevsky does this because because Mitya obviously no matter how deranged and crazy his ideas and his actions get, mm -hmm. he does not squelch the question of his relation to God throughout the whole thing. Um, and it seems that Dostoevsky is trying to say um, that this is just a Russian way of being. Mm -hmm. That the Russian is never going to be the kind of person that just says, oh, forget the whole God question. Let's think about man without God. 
um, and that it's it's kind of yeah. like what we were talking about yeah. before about the yeah. European versus the Russian. Yep. Right? That, yeah. that we're not Europeans. We're Russians, is what Ivan says to Yosha, uh-huh. and we're going to talk like Russians. Yeah, Mitya is a Russian. Yeah, and and it and it actually comes out in the toast, right? They toast to Poland. Uh-huh. And everyone drinks, yeah. and everyone should drink a, a, a toast to Poland. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody should have a problem with that. But then, when, when the toast happens to Russia, right? Um, there's this, there's this thing that happens with these punk poles. Uh, they refuse to drink, and yeah. this is 41. Uh, all drank the toast except the poles. Um, How is this, Panyovia? Cried Midya. Won't you drink it? Uh, Pan Vreblevsky took the glass, raised it, and said with a resonant voice, this is the, this is the like, big, dumb ox guy, uh-huh. to Russia as she was before 1772. And I wish I knew what happened in 1772, but I don't. Yeah. But obviously it has something to do uh, with Poland being greater. Um, and Russia probably took over some land, or I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. But um, and, and this is the beginning of sort of the, the bad blood between Mitya and, and the Poles, which actually ultimately leads to Grushenka recognizing the, right. the punk nature mm-hmm. of the Poles. Right. Yeah. Um, because they won't do it, right? And uh, because Grushenka, even, even uh, uh, what's his name, Kalganov? Uh huh. Kalganov, who's kind of just a punk kid, he's, he's, he's all for Russia too, right? There's, there's something mm-hmm. about the Russians that they have the solidarity with each other that, 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 is, that, is, um, that is beautiful. Uh, but at the same time, there's something with the Russians that is that is that is passionate too, um, and um, you know uh, this 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 turning toward Russia or turning toward each other yeah. in an understanding is what's happening here that I don't think necessarily happens with the Poles, unfortunately for them. Yeah. Although I might think it might be different today, but <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um, yeah, I I find the this is. A theme throughout a lot of the book, uh, the the Russian. They talk about the Russian faith, mm-hmm. uh, especially. I don't know if you remember the the um, Smirnov conversation. I believe it was over brandy. Was uh, this when he had the guitar or no? No, no, no. This is this is. Oh, with this the is father. before that. When, he, when his father got kicked in the face. By yeah, yeah. Right before his right before his father got kicked <laughs> in, kicked in the face by Dmitri. Yeah. Um, so they're um, they're there and and they're talking about you know. Oh, Smirnov says no. There would be there would be no sin if if one denied Christ, because he wouldn't be lying, and he no one can be condemned for you know following their conscience. Yeah, and, yeah this weird martyr martyr act. Yeah, and or, then, or, or, or denial of Christ. I guess. And then martyr. the father was like, Ah, oh, you're a Jesuit. You're you're just a Jesuit, and you're not Russian. <laughs> and, and but but there's the 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 um the. This, this long, fascinating conversation. I think we skipped over it when we, when we were talking about this. But this the is the chapter convers- over brandy. Over brandy. I think it's in that chapter uh, where they talk about, um, you know, no one can believe that they have so much faith as to move mountains, and so then they actually don't have that faith, and so they're not actually telling the the lie, right? Uh, and and then, but then they talk about, okay, does anyone actually have that faith? And it says maybe two people, two two monks, but they're saving yeah. their souls in the desert. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then what? There's this interesting question, like, no, those are those are Russians. Though that attitude, the attitude which is sort of like the unreasonable, like, of course there are people that can move mountains. That yeah. that that happens. No one's going to like deny right. that. Right. And what I think what you get is the the Russian faith. Is this going back to this theme from from last 
last book, um, the Russian faith is the one that is um, sort of beyond reason, not in the sense that it's it's against reason, mm-hmm. but it's a faith that mm-hmm. that is beyond reason. And I and I think and is the ultimately the real real thing. yeah the real yeah. realist yeah right. And so so I w- for whatever it is, I think that's that's the way this idea of like like when you when you have like the the, the modifier like you know the Russian whatever, I think that is the, the general idea mm-hmm. that's going that's going on here. And it's contrasted with basically the European right. approach to, to things, which is to say, no, we know better now. We're, we have a better understanding of things. Right. Um, so we're kind, of, we're kind of master of reality rather than reality is the master of, of us. Uh-huh. Right? And, and uh, I think the, the saint of the Russian faith is the crazy woman, Alyosha's mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she's sort of an example of the saint of the Russian faith. And, and the doubting Thomas of the Russian faith, I think, is Madame Holokov, yeah. who has this, like, sees Zosima and really wants to believe this. And Zosima sees it, right? I mean, he points it out. But, I mean, so here, so here's what's interesting. I think, I think she is, but, but, but she, she's, still, she's still Russian in the sense that she's, like, fickle. Like, like she, she <laughs> that kind makes, of, that helps being Russian. I know. I mean, I mean, like she, she doesn't being fully, fickle. she doesn't fully give it up. Like yeah. the Russian, the, I mean, I mean, I, maybe she goes, I think, I think Rakitin, I think Rakitin is, yeah, oh, yeah. is the anti-Russian. Oh he's, yeah. He's European through and through. Yeah. Uh, and, and what's fascinating is he's the go-between between Zosima's death and Madame Holokov, right? So he's the one that, that told her about this and she's the one that relayed this information oh, so so her sort of like i'm a realist now i is think is through colored by yeah Rakuten, whom she received this information from yeah 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 huh. so i think he i think he he and um Smerdrakov are the two biggest losers <laughs> of of the book of the book yeah <laughs> well maybe their loserness comes out even harder later but we'll see um but I think I think this. Uh, I mean, let's let's go back to Mitya here. Um, I am I'm fascinated by his sort of uh, Zosima commentary as well. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, um, when he uh, so the whole first part of this book. I mean, uh, just to, just to cover a little bit as we get into the thirty fifth minute of our podcast yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what happened yeah, here yeah. Um, right uh so uh which which no i think everything we've done is good i'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not complaining about yeah. that but but obviously he's trying to get this three thousand dollars so he can pay katya back so that he's not indebted to anyone when he starts the virtuous life with grushenka yeah. like that's the goal of the whole mm-hmm. chapter right mm-hmm. and so there's this question of how's he going to get this three thousand dollars right and uh, he goes to uh what's his name kuzma and kuzma's in some sense, seems to me to be the capitalist pig who yeah. just makes money off people and treats them as crap. Yeah. Um, because, really, because he calls the agave the agave, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean that that's like the sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Dimitri's always wondering whether he's like tricking him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes to the agave to try to get them, or he goes to Kuzma, doesn't get it. Goes goes to the agave. The guy's wasted blitz. and it's going to be blitz for a week yeah. and he's like and he almost dives over uh, fumes yeah <laughs> D- dimitri saves him right yeah, right. yeah so this is, but this is great like like 
It's Dimitri's going there. I never thought about this before. Dimitri saves his life because of his sensualism to try to get money from him. So it's because of his sin that 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 the guy he, is, he saved, that he the guy saved. in sin is saved. Yeah, the sinner saves the sinner. Yeah, yeah, in sin. Yeah, yeah, no. And, but and 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 the thing is, what's great is he doesn't see that that completely goes unnoticed to him. Yeah, right. That's because he's 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 like got his blinders on. There's yeah. one thing. Yeah, and he's yeah. got but he's got to get the three thousand dollars. That's a, that's a fact. Yeah, I, I haven't thought about that. That's yeah. interesting, right? And so that so he fails with Kuzma. He fails with Leah Gavi. He starts walking home, yeah. and then he gets a ride. Right, ultimately, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but but then but then he uh, goes to Madame Holikov, right, mm-hmm. and, and he and he seeks money from her. That fails too, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then finally he gets this. Uh, once that happens, and and he says this is the last straw, right? Um, how does he put it here? It's it's really drastic. How how the, I think it's the narrator who puts it this way, or maybe he's quoting his thoughts. Um, he says, uh, okay, here it is, 435. Um, he says, at that moment, he saw fully as a mathematical certainty, which was kind of the language that was being used with the Europeanness, right? Mathematical certainty, that this was his last hope. And that if this broke down, nothing else was left to him in the world but to, quote, rob and murder someone for the 3,000. So there's this idea that if he doesn't get the money from Madame Holikoff, he's going to go kill somebody to get it. Yeah. And what happens? Madame Holikoff talks about gold mines. And then she says, oh, you want 3000 You got more. I'll give you more <laughs> yeah, than 3000 yeah, yeah. No, but in the end, she goes, oh, you want 3000 No, I don't have any money. I don't have money. But I don't lend money to friends. And I definitely wouldn't lend it to you. And because- she's like, I actually owe money. <laughs> Doesn't she say that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember. I thought she said that she actually owes money to someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, I've just borrowed 500 yeah. rubles from yeah. Musov. Yeah. Not Musov. That no. guy. A total loser. She said, "Lending money means losing friends, and I wouldn't give you give it to you particularly. I wouldn't I wouldn't give it to you because I like you and I want to save you. And so the gold mines, the gold mines, the gold mines. Yeah. And he's like, screw your gold mines, right? No, but before that, and then she, she before that, he, she says, I have something for you. And she goes, and and he's like, okay, this is it, this is it, the three thousand. And right now, how gentlemanly, I think he puts it. And and he <laughs> and she gives him an icon. Yeah." <laughs> That's right, an icon. An icon. And he's like, great, thanks for the icon. But you promised the 3,000. She was like, oh, no, oh, no. And she totally didn't understand what he was talking about. What are you talking about? So he goes, where does he go running? Immediately then, he goes running to, uh, I mean, he has his thought. Like, at this point, the 3,000 leaves his mind, and all he thinks is Grushenka is betraying him to his father. And he's got to yeah, find her, right? Yeah. And so he goes to Grushenka's. Because he wasn't really even wanting to go on this whole escapade because he was worried about... Yeah, about right. Krushenka going to his father, right? Because yep, he's yep. got the he's got the lookout happening all the time. Yep, right? yep. And so, and, so, and so he's got to leave I've, his I've post. Been, I've been find, I've been searching for money long enough. It's time to get back to to the post, the the, the lookout. Yeah, but I don't like the way you said it was real calm. It wasn't calm. It was no. like this is my last hope. Yeah. And the last hope just failed. What do I have now? I just got to stop her from going to dad's bedroom, right? That's that's yeah. like the key. Yeah. So yeah. So he moves yeah. on and and he he goes running to her house and he. If, Poor Fenya. I feel bad yeah. for this girl. <laughs> yeah. He grabs her and he says, where is she? Right? And, and she says, she's gone. She hasn't come back. And, and he leaves and he grabs the brass mortar with a pestle in it. Right? He grabs the pestle. Yeah. And, and she says, oh, Lord, he's going to murder someone. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, chapter four, in the dark, which mm-hmm. I think is an interesting chapter. Because it does say at one point. Um, yeah, 440 before that. You spat on the ground. When, when, right when Madame Holikov says, no, I'm not giving you anything. 
Mitya spat on the ground and strode rapidly out of the room, out of the house, into the street, into the darkness. And he starts beating his breast on that spot, italicized. Oh, this is for... 440 at the bottom. Mm-hmm. On that spot where he was pointing to at, with Alyosha before saying, there's something here that's, that's evil. Right? Keep this in mind. Okay, okay. He beats that spot, right? He goes into the darkness. And then that chapter starts in the next page, into the dark. And it's there that he goes to his father's house, climbs the fence right where Lizaveta climbed, goes in, looks at his dad, wonders, keeps wondering, is she there? Is she not there? Is she there? Is she not there? Finally decides to do the knock, does the knock. The father sticks his head out frantically in his sensualist way, calling for his little chicken. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it sounds better in Russian. Yeah, yeah. Right, little chicken sounds terrible. Yeah. No, I'm sure it's one word. Little chicken's probably one word. Oh no, it's a diminutive. Yeah, yeah one, I'm yeah, sure it is. Yeah. But but it, but it probably is like a, a a term of endearment, right? Yeah. Whereas we don't have that term of endearment. So when you hear little chicken, it sounds weird. Like I'm sure for other people, like honey. Yeah, honey know. sounds weird to them, right? They're like, ooh, that's kind of like what? sticky. What? <laughs> honey. <laughs> yeah. But uh, such is the nature of different it's cultures. Yeah, so he sticks his head out and he talks about how he's disgusted by his Adam's apple, his double chin, his hooked nose. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't say what happens there. This personal repulsion was growing unendurable. Mitya was beside himself. He suddenly pulled the brass pestle out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. And then you got a paragraph break. <laughs> right? It's like, in, like, right, interesting. God was watching over me then, Mitya himself said afterwards. At that very moment, Grigori waked up on his bed of sickness um, and yada, yada. Yeah, basically, so he shows up. He basically, but he, but he shows up. But he doesn't like, he doesn't scare uh, Mitya. He just, he just walks out and he sees someone running, mm-hmm. right? So he doesn't see someone at the window. He just sees someone running. But he does see the window open. He sees, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't see him at the window, so so this is, it's not like Mitya got scared and ran away because no, he was already running. Yeah, right? there was yeah. some something that caused him to run at that moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I love, <laughs> I thought this was the funniest, right? On page four forty seven, yes, his for, her, his foreboding had not deceived him. He recognized him. It was he, the monster, the parasite. Parasite! The old man shouted. I mean, would, would, would that be the first thing you think to shout when you're chasing someone who you think is a murderer down? I mean, I don't know that I would use that term, but uh, maybe it's a yeah. maybe it's a more regular term in Russian language. I don't know. Maybe it happens yeah. more often yeah. in Russia. I mean, he did try to kill his dad, and always talked about killing his dad. And... Yeah, but I, it's just such a funny yeah. word. Parasite. Parasite. <laughs> But then he gets he gets jacked by him, right? Yeah, you know, with the brass yeah. pestle, right? Yep. Um, and we don't know if this is the first hit with the brass pestle or the second hit with the brass yeah, pestle, right? Yeah. This is this is still to be to be determined. But the blood was flowing horribly. Right, and so yeah, so he and 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 very interestingly, I mean, he has this moment of um, immediate uh, like regret. That he did this to the guy who took care of him when he was a kid, yeah. when his father, as in the in the words of the narrator, forgot him. Yeah. Right? He who says, took care of him, Grigory? And he says, "Good heavens, what am I doing it for? Yeah, like, what, why am I? Why am I? Why did I turn back? Right. What am I? What do you mean turn back? Um, like, like, I I, t- I take this. What am I doing? So, so he smashes he smashes Grigory's head. Yeah, and then he goes back and he helps him. Yeah, 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 and I and I took and then and then as he's like wiping the blood with his handkerchief, 
He says, good heavens, what am I doing it for? Thought Michio, suddenly pulling himself together. Um, if I had broken his skull, how can I find out now? And what difference does it make now? He added hopelessly. If I've killed him, I've killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think it, he, he finds it odd that he's helping someone that... That he just almost killed. He either killed and therefore there's no sense in helping him. Yeah. Or uh, he's not killed and I should get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. So I, the what am I doing it for is why am I wiping the blood off? Yeah. Why am I, why am I wiping why am I the blood off? Him? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he I mean, that's, that I think is kind of, once again, uh, sort of the a, a revelation of, of the type of person that Dimitri is. Yeah, no, I think it is. And, and and that comes out even even deeper here as he's, I mean, we'll skip ahead a little bit because we only have so much time before, you know, piano lessons. Piano lessons, <laughs> right around the corner. Piano lessons, wait for no man or podcast. Um, but um, the, the uh, as he says, as he moves forward, um, he goes to this guy, he sells off his pistols, he tries to get his pistols back, right? Um, he, he, he sold off his pistols before. But he's on his way. Um, to Macro trying to find uh, Grushenka, right? And 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 there's a moment that happens where he has this prayer. Um, this is four sixty eight, right? Um, I mean, there's the, again, Mitya is not just like some total depraved lout, right? So why do you so? So we can. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, stop no, this you, no. Up. Am I skipping why, over something well, I should? No, why make? do you? Why do you think? So, so here's the question. Why is he going to uh, McCroy? Because he's trying to come to Grushenka, and who's why going did, to be redeem him. In why some does he way. get the? Why does he need the pistols? Because he's going to kill himself. That's what he said. So when did, when does he make that decision to kill himself? I don't know. Um, he talks about. Uh, Right, the, the 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 rising sun, right, and how he's going to greet the rising sun with ending his life at some point, right? Okay, so I've come for my pistols. He's going to make um, way, right? So, so uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's, so he finds out it's the sudden resolution, right? But he find, but he yeah, but he but he finds out she goes with the pole. She goes with the pole, which is his, which was her first, her first love, her first love, and yeah. so he says, I couldn't, I can't believe I just. Completely left him out of the picture. Yeah, yeah, and it Which says that he how, knew about the letter, and yeah. he just said like, Psh. "It just shows you how out of touch with reality, in some sense, he he himself also was." Yeah, from his from his own sensualism. Yeah, right? yeah, and so, but but there's some sort of like, uh, I mean, I I was kind of blown away that he was brought back to reality by the the firstness, if you want to put it that yeah. way, yeah. of of the pole. Uh-huh. That somehow he has some sort of an understanding of justice that takes him out of complete sensuality to say, well, he was the yeah. first, yeah. right? So I got to get out of the way. Yeah. And so, th- okay, right. And so then, but this is, was this after he gets the pistols or before? Because I, I mean, he recognizes I, the firstness. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I wonder if, if he. So he talks about the high fence to Fenya on page 450. Um, that the high fence that he's going to climb at the beginning of the day tomorrow, and you'll find out later. Yeah, right. he's already planning on it at that point. Okay. Right. Um, so oh, here to remember forever how. Okay. Okay. No, that's. So yeah. after he brains <laughs> Gregory, yeah. Then he goes and and he pounces on Fenya, and he says, "Where is she?" And she says to the officer, and he was like, "Oh shoot, I forgot all about that guy." And it's it's almost immediately after that that he says, "Here, page four fifty. Uh, there's a fence here, 
and, and of course there's this idea of him climbing the fence to his father's garden, but um, he's talking about suicide here. Right? A high fence and terrible to look at, but at dawn tomorrow when the sun rises, admit you will leap over that fence. You don't understand that fen- what fence, Fenya, and never mind. You will hear tomorrow yeah. and understand. And now goodbye. So, okay, right. So, so he, he finds this out about Grushinka and then he gets the pistols. Yeah. So, so it's, it, but he makes the resolution right there, yeah, right? Yeah. Right when he, right when yeah. he's joking out Fenya, poor yeah. Fenya. Yeah, no. um, and he says, where is she? She went with the officer and he's like, oh shoot, that means everything's done. It's all over. It's the first love. I have no right. I have to get out of the way. I have to make way. I have to step aside. That's his language, right? Yep, step aside. And then he's going to jump the high fence, as he says, right? So then he goes back to get the pistols from, what's his face? Um, I can't. Piotr Ilyich. Um, he gets his it, pistols back, right? And here, this is so. This is on four forty nine. Interesting here. Why was so? This is right after Fenia tells him about the officer. Why was it that he had forgotten this officer, like that? Forgotten him as soon as he heard of him. That was the question that faced him, like some monstrous thing. And he looked at this monstrous thing with horror, growing cold with horror. So it. it I mean, it seems like. He's part. He partly realizes his own, his own self-deception. Like he's like sort of like fooled himself about this situation. Yeah. Um, and that, it, and it's kind of that 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 gives him horror. Like I've I've been doing this all. So he sort of recognizes his own lack of realism. Yeah, his own like foolishness, stupid stupidness. Right. This yeah. happened earlier too, in the midst of the of the carpenters. Um, the carpenter's uh, cabin. Yeah. When he recognizes uh, oh, yeah, that this been, guy's bombed and is not yeah, going to be bombed, and he's been fooled. Yeah. Uh, how does it put it? I want. Oh, here it, it talks about light again. This is page four twenty nine. you stepped back gloomily, and suddenly something seemed to hit him on the head, as he said afterwards. In an inst- in an instant, a light seemed to dawn in his mind. A light was kindled, and I grasped it all. He stood obviously not because he went running to Madame Holikov and rang. He stood stupefied, wondering how he, after all, a man of intelligence, could have yielded to such folly, have been led into such an adventure, and have kept it up for almost 24 hours, fussing round this Liagavi, wetting his head. Right, so there's this sort of dumbfounded understanding that I can't believe I just spent all this time doing this. And yet, he moves right back into it by going to Holikov, Mm -hmm. and then going to get the pistols, and then going to Plotinov's. Uh, yeah. You know, a uh, grocery store where he uh-huh. just blows 300 rubles. Oh, champagne. Yeah. And, 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 and still, I mean, I don't know where this money came from. And he will, uh, you yeah. know, as uh-huh. we've been reading, he won't be reveal it to the police. But we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but I think this is, it's, it's very interesting that he, um, this light dawns on him once. He dives back into the darkness. Uh, the light dawns on him again. He dives back into the darkness, right? I mean, this is in a sense yeah. like the, the story of Israel, yeah, and but the story of everybody. But it's interesting. It's it's going to be at dawn that it's that that all of all of this striving for things ends. Ends. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And he keeps talking about Phoebus, right? And Phoebus's yeah, uh, yeah. golden rays and 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 the, and the warmth of these golden rays. But let's so so he goes to Platonov, yeah, yeah. spends three hundred bucks. He's on his way. Yeah, and then and then there's this prayer, and he's yelling at uh, Andre, Andre, right? The second this this uh, second choice for a driver. Yeah, <laughs> and he says, "Man, you better be quick." 
Um, but there's this moment that happens really, yes, am I going to go to hell, right? And, and he kind of gives this interesting peasant legend, as, as, as he calls it, right? That God says that you'll be filled up with all the judges and the, and the rulers and the rich men um, uh, talking to the devil, right? Um, and then he says this in a very Zosima way, 467. Uh, but you're like a child, and that's how we look on you. And though you're hasty-tempered, sir, yet God will forgive you for your kind heart. This is what Andre says to D Dimitri. And do you forgive me, Andre? What should I forgive you for, sir? You've never done me any harm. No, says Dimitri. For everyone, for everyone, you here alone, on the road, will you forgive me for everyone? Speak, simple peasant heart. Yeah. Oh, sir, I feel afraid of driving you. Your talk is so strange. But Mitya did not hear. He was frantically praying and muttering to himself, Lord, this is, and this prayer, I think, is, is, is really interesting. And it says a lot about Mitya and the fact that no matter how sensualized he becomes, he cannot become, uh, what he, uh, he cannot become inhuman, which, which uh, I mean, if we go to Shemaiman's understanding, man is uh, homo adorans. He is, he is the adoring man. He is religious by nature, right? Um, here's what Mitya says. Lord, receive me with all my lawlessness and do not condemn me. Let me pass by thy judgment. Do not condemn me for I have condemned myself. Do not condemn me for I love thee, O Lord. I am a wretch, but I love thee. If thou sentest me to hell, I shall love thee there. And from there I shall cry out that I love thee forever and ever. But let me love thee to the end, here and now, for just five hours to the first light of thy day. For I love the queen of my soul. So the, so God is linked with Grushenka here. Right? Yeah. Not, not in a pagan way. Right? Right. I love her and I cannot help loving her. Thou seest my whole heart. I shall gallop up. I shall fall before her and say, you are right to pass on and leave me. Farewell and forget your victim. Never fret yourself about me. And then immediately he says, he sees Macro right? and, he, and, he, and he calls it out. But but I think this, this idea, don't condemn me because I've condemned myself and I love thee. I mean... This is this is Mark Markle's heaven, is yeah, it not? I mean, yeah. is it isn't this exactly how Zosima explains Markle's heaven? Markle says something like, "So what if I've sinned against everyone? If they forgive me, that's heaven, yeah. and that's the joy." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that's what's happening here, I think. Right? His 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 condemning of himself and his loving of God. It's it's the forgiveness of everything. It's the perfection of man. It's not that you're not sinful. It's that you're repentant. And forgiving of others in love. I mean, that yeah. seems to be what Dostoevsky is trying to say is the perfection of man. And gosh darn it, I agree with the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and this. So what's awesome? What's awesome is later on, uh, D D um, Alyosha, or, or or is it earlier? It might be earlier. At Grushenka's says, and and Mitya says that too, that. Uh, Oh yeah, right. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. I have no idea. So what I mean, what's what's odd is, th I mean, this is a, this is sort of a, I don't know if you want to say a, a, a common theme to, to, to Dimitri. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it seems almost as if this isn't the first time he's expressed this sort of idea, uh, but. I mean, it, it doesn't. Once again, it doesn't. It doesn't make you necessarily morally coherent because, after all, you're still a sinner, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. um, so I think the the great temptation is to think, oh, once you have this special gnosis, this you know, 
Gnostic understanding of reality, then you'll be saved because of that understanding. But right. it doesn't seem that that's that's what that's what's being um, asserted. It, it's the, the 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 salvation doesn't come by this understanding; it comes by the actual lived experience of going through the whole ordeal. Well, right. and as we'll see in the next book. Multiple ordeals. Right. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three of them. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, and, and I think um, uh, the fact that Mitya and, and Alyosha are the same here is saying something about Alyosha too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, again, going back to the introduction that Dostoevsky wrote, the two-page in- introduction, amazingly, he writes a thousand-page book in a two-page introduction, right? But, yeah. but in that introduction, he says, this is my hero. You might not think so. Uh, you might yeah. not think he's a weird for a hero, but... I don't know that Mitya is not a hero as well, right? Um, in in yeah. a very similar sense. It's just that he's up the ladder more. Yeah. Here's an idea. Yeah. Um, similar, th- similar theme. Um, going back to Alyosha, tying this to Alyosha. Uh, look at bottom of page 469. Okay. So where is, where is Dimitri going? He's going to a feast, which is something akin to a wedding feast. Uh, although, although... <laughs> I mean, to quote, I mean, to quote 489, what followed was almost an orgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he says a feast to, to but, which all were welcomed. Yeah, so, so bottom of 469, check this out. Um, well, they, well, are they feasting? Have they money? So this is, so he gets, right, I think this is when he gets, he gets to the, 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 the little pub, the tavern, right? Uh, are they feasting? Have they money? Poor sort of a feast. Nothing to boast of, Dmitry Fyodorovich. Uh, nothing to boast of. And who are the others? And so he starts inquiring. And so then here Dimitri comes, knowing that this this is Krushinka's quasi, in her own way, wedding feast. I mean, yeah. this is like, this and, is the great... Oh, so, 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 can I, can I yeah. add, add to this? Or maybe you're yeah. moving here and yeah. I'm stealing your thunder. Oh, no, 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 keep going. I mean, the, 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 I, I, it's a poor feast. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They don't have wine. They don't have enough wine, so, man. <laughs> so who brings the wine? Who spends everything he has? Gives everything he has? Now, I don't know where he got it yet. Okay. But don't worry about this. <laughs> don't worry about this. Okay, okay. Just go, go okay. with this. Okay. Because it'll all, it'll all come clear when you get to uh, uh, the the um, Nietzsche's great secret revealed with hisses. It'll okay. all come out there. Okay. So Beautiful. it's coming up. It's coming up. Beautiful. Okay. So 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 don't trouble your heart. Go go with <laughs> go with the theme, the evidence we have so far. Let not right. your heart be Every, troubled. Everything he has, everything that's in his hands, regardless of where he got it, um, it's for them. It's for them, right? So he's yeah, giving it and, all. and for the and his whole and what's interesting, he's his whole life is it's he's kind of giving his whole life up. Now, granted, this is at the expense of him committing suicide. <laughs> sure, but yeah. once again, don't. Don't just, think through just, that. Don't think through that. Just, just so, so the we- the wedding feast of Grushenka is a poor one, and who brings the wine? It's Dmitri. Yeah, right? and 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 in his in his heart of hearts, it's it's for her, and it's for her lover that 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 he's doing this. A- for, and right? as he puts it to her, oh man, I can't. I don't remember where this is exactly, but he says. He says, you have to make way. And he's talking to Andre. And he yeah, says, you yeah. know, you're a driver. You know, you know. Yeah, you, don't. you have to make way. And he says, uh, he says, but what does that mean? He says... It, 467. It, okay, okay. Yeah. This Are is, you a driver, he asked? Yes, sir. Yeah. Then you know that one has to make way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, gosh, but I can't find the, the line where he says, and I'm making way for the one I love and the one I hate, who I hope will become the one that she loves. 
Uh, and I don't yeah. remember where that is, but it's it's this it's this killer line, um, which says that he's giving himself up basically to his enemy, who is going to become the one that she loves, and he hopes that she becomes the one that she that he becomes the one that she loves. This pole, right? Yeah. Um, but of course, that doesn't work out in the end. Yeah. Right? So so last here's here's we, this could be parting thoughts. Three minutes here. Three minutes. Parting thoughts. <laughs> Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, the next book is all about. Well, so, so we need to. Let's just real quick. So, at the end end of this great wedding feast, delirium, which, which was something like a like an orgy. I mean, it was just a <laughs> crazy party, as as Dostoevsky puts it. Right, that's that's, that's his t- terminology. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's fascinating is Grushenko and Dmitri um, are you are actually united. Through, through the great, whole, the great hope that he's always yeah. had actually which, takes which, place, which was completely through his letting go of his his own dreams, saying, "Okay, this is not for me anymore. I have to make way." And it's only in light of doing that that Grushinka actually sees him as it's, it's in losing his life, uh, almost uh-huh. literally. Yeah, yeah, that he gains it. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay, and so then, so then, but then these people come to arrest him because they say, "Hey." Right, we, we talked about this at the very beginning, I believe. Um, the next book, as it as it unfolds, there are um, there are themes that made me think when I was reading it. Uh, these are very Christic themes. Now, Dimitri's not the most Christic person, right? But what's fascinating is um, that the, the, the 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 life of a sinner who's redeemed is going to um, take on the Paschal mystery in a unique type of way, so that it's yeah. sort of through your yeah. sins that you're able to participate, and 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 the sufferings of your sins and what have you that you're able to participate in the the way of the cross. Yeah. And so I, when you when you read through and think about the preliminary investigations, think about all the torment that Dimitri's going through here um, and his complete willingness yeah. to let the truth be told to yeah. the, to the point of, I don't care what happens to me at all. This yeah. is, this is the, 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 this is the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And almost to the point of saying things that he knows are going to be taken against him. Yeah. No, he um, says that specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, and I don't want to say too much because we'll get to this, but there's a point where he's even stripped of his clothes. Oh yeah. I didn't think <laughs> of that, 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 that connection. Uh, there. So, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot. Uh, but, but I think I, I, I love how you put it. The, the sinner in a, in a mysterious way, his, the redeemed sinner takes on the Paschal mystery, but remember what Paul says about Jesus, right? That he became sin. Yeah. Yeah. Dies on the cross and then is resurrected yeah. to glory. Right? Yeah, I mean, and, so there's and something I think he, there. I think he had to become sin so that the sinner's sin could become the way of the cross, which it is. Right? Yeah. which I think is what Dostoevsky's point yeah. is. Right? Um, so, so I, I mean, this is the, the most absurdly non-Christic figure of the book. Dimitri <laughs> yeah. seems to be taking on. This. The most Christ-like qualities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, completely unknowingly, right? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, he, because he's living it. It's not an idea for him. It's, right. It is his life that that's sort of unfolding. And right. it's only when you get to the babes, as, as we'll talk about at the end of the next the next book, it's only when you get to the babe uh, 
that, that that I think he starts to understand that his life is becoming what it what it really always was. Yeah, and and, and, and it's perfection in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. So, um, wow. but I did not think about the wedding feast tying up with with that. He calls it a feast, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. He, he calls it an orgy, but he also calls it a feast. Yeah. And and of course, he thinks he's going to the wedding feast of Grushenka yeah. in a sense, right? Yeah. So. So on, All that, right. on that note, on that note, we'll, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.